take Bill and Ted, Excellent. make them listen to Simon and Garfunkel, Hello, darkness, and you get Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. That's right, it's Luke and Lewis, the show that if Bill and Ted were listening to Simon and Garfunkel, this is what it would sound like. We're on Triple M Modern Digital, we're amplifying the now. It is Wednesday, it's Valentine's Day, and we're all having a good time, aren't we, Luke? Yep. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Luke, as usual, is nowhere near enthusiastic enough for the start of the show, but I'm going to excite you. I'm, I'm, you're just being sarcastic. You, you... I'm not. I love the Bill and Ted reference. The okay. Simon and Garfunkel reference is timely and appropriate for our show yep. and our listeners. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who those people are. Yep. <laughs> who are they? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a big show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, today, obviously, Valentine's Day, which means Radio Mike, our... Uh, button pusher on the show, our panel operator. You might you... know him from the guy who wears short shorts all the time. Yeah, you might have seen those thighs around town. Uh, Hugh, <laughs> a lucky listener of the show, actually today, this afternoon, got to go on a date. They won a date with mm-hmm. Radio Mike. What a treat. That's coming up on the show today. And um, also, Lewis? Yeah, I need some help with DIY. Yeah. But more importantly, after this song, hopefully by Simon and Garfunkel, I'm going to ask you <laughs> the most important question ever. I can't wait. <laughs> Lewis. I have uh, one of the most important questions a man can ask another man. Are you ready? I've been thinking about this like for days. Okay, ask me. Okay. I'm ready. I don't think you are ready. It's very important. Okay. How do you spell... <laughs> How do you spell the noise that a sniff makes? <laughs> it can't be done. How do you spell... How do you turn... <laughs> I've been thinking but about how do you spell days. any noise? What do you mean spell a noise? Onomatopoeia is that's that's the the word to dis, that words are used to describe sounds. You can you can spell many things. You can spell like uh, a, spell a fart, <laughs> like the not not the word fart, like yeah. the the uh, noise. Hmm. Pl pl. Yeah, I think it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's pl pl. But sh is sh. Like yeah. SH is sh, yeah, sh with multiple H's. Yeah, that that one. Can that be one spelled. works. Okay, so you can kind so, of spell a fart, but I don't think you can spell, that you can a, spell sniff. a sniff. <laughs> I was thinking. Uh, why were you thinking about this? I don't know. I, I just I just thought. I think I was reading a book, and then they spelled like a, a bodily function for the show. He's like. Guys, I'm so stressed out. We've got so much on at the moment. And they just, in your own time, like, I wonder how you spell a sniff. <laughs> you don't seem too stressed out. That's why I'm so busy. I've been in the lab trying to spell a sniff. <laughs> yeah, I think I was reading a book and I and uh, they spelled a bodily function instead of saying what the function was. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder what else you could spell. Well, so- did... What was the bodily function that I they spelled? I can't remember, but it just got me listing off other ones and trying to spell them, and mm. sniff really stumped me. Right. Everything else you can kind of get close to. So do we write down... <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got post-it notes post-it here. Note this is why you gave me a post-it note. Do I write down what I th- how I think it's spelled, and do we reveal it at the same yeah, time? Yeah, Have you I've, written yours down? Yeah, I've written mine down, and before the show, I got Radio Mike to write down his interpretation, and so if you'll give... <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> All right, I think I got... <laughs> See... The, the it's the last one is almost definitely F or T H, but it's the first letter that stumps me. Oh, hang on. What's the first letter? Oh, is can I cross mine out? Yeah, yeah, go again. <laughs> well, you said the last letter. With, I well, I'll just say what I had. Okay, all right. What do you have? Give it to me, and I'll spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> what letter is that? What is? I can't even read it. Oh, is it's that a, an, it's F? an F? F, F S S H. Like. 
<laughs> well, how do you make the? Yeah, that's the first letter. Okay, here's, what did here's you? Mine. How did you spell a sniff? Uh, what I have is I have uh, S-S-S-I-F-F. That's sh- <laughs> That's not... Okay, well, well maybe radio mic. But mine it. one's like... Which is more like spelling a P, like okay. hitting the toilet water. Here's radio mic's one. I'm about to open it. How confident do you feel about yours, Mike? Pretty... Now that I've heard yours, I reckon mine's pretty spot on. Oh, okay, like, okay like... all right, big talk. All right, he's got... Nah. <laughs> How's he spelt it? H U H. He's gone H U M P H T. Humphed. That's humph. Humphed. Wait, show me. Yeah. That's just the word humphed. <laughs> humphed isn't a word. Well, it's like Humphrey, but with a T yeah, at the end. Yeah, mate. That's, that's way off. You've just written. That's more like a disgruntled term, like, oh, humphed. <laughs> like, like you're mad at something. You no, know I reckon Luke's closer to fishing. <laughs> You know what? Have a go yourselves. <laughs> if you're listening, yeah. just uh, shoot us a message during the week. How do you spell a sniff? We want to know. Yep. Send us a comment. Just whatever our latest photo on Instagram is, comment a sniff. <laughs> I challenge you. Luke and Lewis. Before the break, uh, we were discussing how to spell sniff. Yes. Lewis, how to, not how to spell the word sniff, how to spell the sound yeah. Like how to spell the sniff sound effect. It can't be done. No. And uh, I, I, I wasn't happy with how I went for the break. I've reconsidered it during yep. the song just quickly. This is what I've gone with. Passing you the paper now. Right. S-S-N-H-I-F-F. I've pretty much just <laughs> written the word sniff, but I've Should put an hit. N and... You know. Yeah, you really have. Well, no, you haven't added an N in. Sniff already has an N in it. You've oh, yeah, I meant a, a C. C and a H. There's no C in this. Do you, uh, do you even know what you've written? No, I forgot. I was meant to put a C. I meant like, sniff. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a really suspicious sniff. Like, ish, give her a sniff. It's like an old man creepy sniff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're getting distracted. Right. Because I have a giant DIY problem in my life that needs to be fixed. A DIY problem? Yes. Bringing all your manly issues onto the show. So that's a very triple M of you. Look, it's not my issue. It's just been forced upon me by my girlfriend. That's more you. My girlfriend, Jazz, (laughs) has ripped up the carpet in her bedroom and because she was sick of the carpet, it was so dirty that it just couldn't be cleaned. So she's ripped up all the carpet, but underneath the carpet is concrete that is really soft and flaky. And she's like, I don't know what to do with the concrete. Should I put a glaze over it or should I do vinyl flooring? And I'm like, I don't know what either of those things mean. So this job has just been bestowed upon you. Yeah. And now... Well, she wants my help with it. But you don't... Like, I've been to your house. You don't have carpet. No, we used to What do you know about carpet? I don't know anything. We can't (laughs) have carpet in my house because of my asthma. Carpet could kill me. And she (laughs) wants you to fix this. Yeah. So she wants to send me into the danger zone. To fix her, to fix her room. It's like, babe, I could die. That's right? like, like I'm a, not going to die for vinyl floorboards. Well, I think. Okay, here's the thing. We do have access to a man. Mm. Uh, we only go to one man on this show for yeah. DIY related issues, and that is uh, Rob Palmer. You may know him from Better Homes and Gardens. Yes, uh, he's an TV presenter, television presenter, handsome man. He does it all. He's got written a book on DIY tricks. I think this is the guy that we need to speak to. So. We do have a direct line to Rob that we can all call at any time. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> after the break, we'll give Rob Palmer a call and we'll ask him about your problem. See if he can help with carpet related issues. We're using the emergency Palmer phone. Yeah, <laughs> I hope he's not allergic to. 
Lewis. Luke and Lewis, before the break, we were talking about the problems that my girlfriend is having with her floors, and she expects me to help, but I don't know anything about DIY. Yeah, the responsibility to fix your girlfriend's floor has somehow been put onto you, and when you're not a guy who's ever fixed anything before, no. so for some reason, this is your responsibility now. So to help you out, we only turn to one man on this show That's right. for that advice, and that is... Uh, TV presenter, you may know him from Better Homes and Gardens, Rob Palmer. G'day, boys. It's an honour to have you on our show. <laughs> Mate, pleasure to be here. I'm in a bit of a flap at the moment, though, because I've realised that the, the flower shop I infrequently visit, maybe once a year, is actually got a four-leaf sign on the door. So I might go down the confectionery aisle at Woolies. Oh, no. To solve the Valentine's problem. But That's quite a flap. Go. Have you so, got any no, Valentine's no. Day advice for us? Because we've been in a... Here's the thing. I gave my girlfriend... um flowers this morning should i have built a vase or something <laughs> no no don't do that blowing glass is pretty dangerous for a guy that doesn't know what he's doing oh that's but, true um, yeah you guys have you got some diy problems yeah so lewis has had a bit of a pickle during the week uh yeah. and he's not quite sure how to deal with it so we thought let's oh, get all about the it, diy man right. himself on the phone to sort this out right yeah. well no uh, my girlfriend, her bedroom is covered in carpet, but it got incredibly dirty. So instead of cleaning it like a normal person, she's like, oh, I'll just rip it up. So she's, <laughs> she's ripped up the carpet. Underneath the carpet is incredibly flaky concrete, and she doesn't know whether she should put a glaze over it or just put down some vinyl floorboards. Of course, I haven't helped with this at all, so that's why no. I've come to you, Rob. And the thing is, I've been trying to help Lewis during the week, but I don't know what glaze or vinyl floorboards mean. So Yeah. Yeah, well, look, you know, DIY is one of those things, boys, that you really need to sort of gradually work your way into. It's sort of like, I don't know, it's like climbing Everest, right? You're not going to go um, Uber your way to Nepal and then <laughs> just climb the mountain with That would a, be pretty uh, good, though. I wouldn't mind Ubering there. backpack and a pair Everest. of dirty shoes. No, you sort of got to work. Like, you want small jobs to start with. If yeah. you want, if you guys want a job that's really going to impress, start with your mum's house, because if you stuff up at your mum's house, it's not so bad, and... The reward for getting it right at Mum's is probably longer lasting. Right. So, so what's like a starter job we could ease job. Lewis yeah, into? Yeah, keep it real simple. So let's take a key out of your pocket, your front door key. Anyone ever had a sticky lock? You know, a lock that just doesn't open yep. properly yep. and you just, yeah, you got to wiggle the key every time. Get a little, get the, one of the kids' HB pencil or 2B pencil, it's a bit softer, or some graphite powder, and you just sprinkle a bit of graphite powder on your key and then just jam that into the lock and give it a wiggle and it lubricates the lock. And all of a sudden, a lock that is dead set near impossible to open will just open like it's right. brand new. Really? You're, yeah. So you're essentially a locksmith as no, well. No, that's just, just a DIY guy. But, but like, some people would actually call a locksmith for that conundrum. Well, you can become the locksmith. That's right. That's a great idea, Rob. I think what I'm going to do, the next time my girlfriend asks me for help with her floors, I'll just come over and put a pencil in her lock. <laughs> that's and right. Hopefully they'll it's shut a dry up. lubricant. Though. <laughs> well, don't use wet lubricant because yeah. wet lubricant will stick it up. So, would, that. so would your advice just to be wow friends and family with other DIY tricks and then yeah. they'll kind of forget that they have a floor problem? No, I can fix your floor problem too, all right? Oh, can, really? Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We can get back to that. We, we can, um, let's say you, you've taken it up, you've got flaky concrete. Yeah. Is it flaky and big, thick flakes or is it just sort of dusty? It's just a bit dusty and, and it's kind of fragile. Fragile and dusty. How old's the building? 50, 60 years old? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I wasn't around when it was built. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Probably about 30 years old. Probably. Okay, 30. Fair enough. I, well, look, what I'd do is I'd... You've got to get rid of all the loose rubbish that's on top of it, all mm-hmm. the flaky stuff, get rid of it. And then you can put down a self-leveling compound. They call it Ardit. 
and it's it's you mix it up it's it's really wet like a slurry and you put that down it'll self-level into all the little pockholes and, right. and marks and stuff cool Lewis, then, make sure you're getting yep. that down Just i've written that writing. down yeah i'm gonna lay the carpet i'm gonna do i'm gonna build her a whole new house with this knowledge <laughs> you should you should you should do that. It's and gonna just be... remember what I said about Everest, okay? Yeah. Way to the top. Yeah, so maybe just build I'll her, her house. You know, maybe just do the carpet first before you start building her a house. Yeah. Do when you... I was an apprentice, they got us to build a house mm-hmm. out of sticks and little sticks too. Right. Wait, you actually built a house, like a hut or a house? No, a miniature house, like a toy house. It's almost oh, like a doll's house. house. Just so that we all knew how to cut a... You know, a rafter and a plum cut on a hip and all that sort of stuff. Before we let you go, what's your favourite or number one DIY tip for the average Australian man? Oh, gee. All right, I would, I would say aim low and satisfy everyone. Yep. So don't say you can Just do no something big. put no effort in. I like it. That's right. No, so if you don't, don't tell them that you can build a pergola. Yeah. when all you need to build is a deck. Thank you very much for joining us on the show, Rob. That's all we've got time to. We need to go to, go to a song, but uh, really well, appreciate guys. your time, mate. Good luck with that floor. It's Luke and Lewis. Now, Luke, we perform stand-up comedy just about every week these yep. days. We go to lots of different types of comedy rooms all around, all around Melbourne, and one that we used to do years ago, just about every single week, it was in a shisha bar in Springvale, uh, and it stopped for like a whole year, but it recently came back, and it was our favorite room to do we used to do it every week for years and yesterday we had our first night back after about 18 months it was like very exciting it was almost like a bit of a reunion show and on the way there we're driving there from the radio station after last night's show and uh we're talking about this guy mr shafiq who used to come every single week to watch us do comedy literally every single week for about a year never missed a week regulars that would go to the shisha bar so we were just talking about oh i wonder if this person's here i wonder if mr shafiq is still there To describe him, he's like this kind of old guy and he just sits there smoking his shisha pipe and occasionally heckles you with the the funniest thing in the world. So by the end of the kind of... Years that we did there, we became quite close. With he was, Mr. A, he was, a, and the the whole place knew who he was. He was like this really old Arabic yep. guy who would yell stuff out. He was such a character, and we loved him. And we were just talking about it, wondering if Mister Shafiq would be there. Yep. And we were joking around, and then you said, "Oh, maybe he's dead by now." Well, yeah, in the car, we were, you <laughs> said, "Oh, I wonder he's going to be there." And I was like, "No, nah, he's probably dead." Yeah. And we both had a laugh, and because you know he smoked shisha a lot, it's not great for you. <laughs> and then um, you were like, "Oh." That's really funny. You should say that on stage. And I was like, yeah, I definitely will. Great idea. <laughs> yep. Right? And then we get... So then, then the comedy night begins. You were actually on before me. Yep. So you, your set was before mine. I was directly after you. And then you got on stage and this happened. I've missed this place. I used to perform here years ago, like every single time it was on. I'm looking for all the regulars that used to be here. Is Mr. Shafiq here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I thought you would be dead by now. <laughs> What was if you <laughs> you stole the joke? Explain yourself. Okay, look, I've, I've got a perfect explanation. We wrote that joke together. <laughs> no, we didn't. We were throwing ideas around. A lot of things going back. And and I forth. wrote the punchline. I would say, hey, maybe you should say this. You said, nah, you should probably say it. I think it would be much funnier coming that out of your didn't mouth. That's something that you said it didn't happen. And I was like, look, no, I think you should say it. And you're like, no, please, please, Lewis, you say it. I don't know. What happened was I was just talking about the crowd. Mr. Shafiq, you heard him. He was like, here, here, here. And that's the only thing that was in my head was I was that. standing side of stage with our friend Khaled yeah. in disbelief. I was like, he's 
seriously just steal. That was going to be my opening joke, and it killed. Yeah, it was it like the, really it was well. the biggest laugh you got your entire set. Yeah, and you, you called me out on it. Yeah, and so I went up on stage next and was like, "Hey, Lewis, racked my joke. I wrote it in the car, and I pointed out the fact that it was the funniest thing you said all set." Yeah. Which, which also got a lot of laughs. Yeah, that got, that you you said that that was the funniest thing that I said for my whole set. Yeah. I was up there for about seven minutes yeah. after that, and then everyone laughed at me because it was true. Yeah, um, and, and then yeah, I, but that was that was quite funny. Yeah. Um, well, I will admit, um, Carla d- did tell me to say. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital, and the time has come for this. Relax on the beach or go for a hike. Have a picnic or fly a kite, you can win a date with Radio Mike. I said you can win a date with Radio Mike. Yeah. Mmm, a date with Radio Mikey, me likey. <laughs> that is right, it is Valentine's Day today, which means a lucky listener of our show had the opportunity to win a date with our button pusher, Radio Mike. Me likey. <laughs> <laughs> So what we did is uh, we organised a date. We uh, A winner was chosen between the three of us. Uh, we went with uh, a lovely lady called Liz. And uh, Luke and I decided to really look after the most important things when it comes to a date. There's four critical elements to every first date. Everyone which is knows this. Ambience, mm-hmm. uh, you've got outfit, mm-hmm. what you wear, because you've got to look good. Activities uh, and uh, catering yeah. as well. Everyone needs a good, good caterer for their date. Yes, so uh, I took care of ambience and outfit. Mm-hmm. You took care of catering and general date activity slash location of the yes. date. Yes, uh, before with the catering, I asked Mike, what's your favourite foods? And he said, I like sushi and Tim Tam, so I hooked him up later. Yeah. Yeah. In the day, which will be what coming did you up go with? Okay, that's coming up. Okay, so the day started with, obviously, Mike came into work very nervous. He's butterflies, I'm sure. And look, he's blushing now again because he's probably all giddy because he's had his date. It happened earlier today. Yes. And uh, this was before Liz had he's, gotten... He's into... a little bit smitten, spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah. So this is before Liz rocked up to the uh, radio station to do the date. We ended up doing the date on the balcony here. We spared no expense. <laughs> And um, (laughs) I revealed to Mike what he will be wearing on the date, and this is how that went. All right, Radio Mike, uh, I was in charge of your outfit. It's time to reveal what outfit you're going to be wearing on today's big date. You are going to look absolutely magnificent, mate. And everything has a purpose. I wouldn't just throw anything on you for no reason just to make you look stupid on a date. Everything has a reason. Do you trust me? No. (laughs) I wouldn't either. (laughs) All right. The first item will be, um, this is probably the the main item you'll be wearing, is a Japanese kimono. (laughs) Mm. I'm not wearing that. Yes, you are. I'm not wearing that. It'll make you look really cultured. No, I'm not wearing that. Girls like a guy who's cultured. Yeah. Girls like cultured guys. That's the it's just a jacket. One. It's pretty much a bomber jacket, except yeah. it's oriental, and it's it's. Way- if you rock up wearing a kimono, <laughs> she's gonna be like, "That is a worldly man." Yeah, <laughs> we'll to wow her. Now, good. I, I didn't want to do it, but I know it's a Japanese. Okay. <laughs> Great. The next item will be um, a tat sleeve, oh. because obviously. <laughs> It, it, it's a fake tattoo sleeve, but she won't know that. No. Um, obviously, I didn't even know what that was. Yeah, well, it's inside out, actually, right now. 
But uh, tattoo sleeve, you put it on your arm, and dude, the girl's like a bad boy. I'm yeah, because Mike's, Mike's not the baddest boy, but if you rock up with dude. this sleeve, <laughs> admit you'll be cool head over heels. Mike's looking at the tattoo. Isn't the kimono going to cover that? Huh? No, the kimono is like a t-shirt, kind of goes up. Do you think so? It will be hanging there'll, out. There'll of the just kimono. be a hint of sleeve, yeah. so she'll be like, "Oh, cultured and on the surface, bad boy underneath." Yeah. I want to discover more. And the third item is um, this one. Look. It's kind of along the same lines as the bad boy theme. Eye patch. Because <laughs> every girl likes a guy with a I'm scar. I'm not wearing an eye patch. Yes, you are, Captain Mike. Here's the thing. You, if you, at the end of the day, things go well, right? You can be like, you can just point at your eye patch. You can point at the eye that it isn't covering and say, and then love you. And then she'll be like, oh my God, he's speaking in romantic code. Also, he might be a pirate. Yeah. Girls love Johnny Depp in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I know, I'm not him though. Oh. Yes, well, you will be if yeah, you dress that's up. because you're not wearing an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> so you put this on, people are like, oh my god, Captain Jack Sparrow. Nah, Radio Mike, pleased to meet you. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, and the final one is it was for some reason, I noticed today. Mike rolled in for once, finally not wearing short shorts. Which is very strange behaviour. I was like, Mike. dude, you wear short shorts every day on this show. Why are you not wearing short shorts? So don't worry, mate. I bought some for you. <laughs> those, those are very are, short. Those are way too short. <laughs> I will look stupid in those. You always look short. stupid in short shorts. That's, I don't know why you wear them. I but... never have still <laughs> to this day. I, I didn't even know what they were. Cannot believe that Radio Mike is still denying that he is a short shorts enthusiast. It's an unbelievable. Like, I'm staring at your thigh right now, just going, how are, you, how are you denying this? You know what? That was the first time I ever have worn short shorts, and I actually asked you if I could beat them. <laughs> he loves it. So <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was like, dude, it was, said it was pretty, pretty windy out in the balcony. He goes, man, when, when the kimono flaps against the back of my legs, it feels so nice. <laughs> So after this, we're going to be meeting Liz. This is Luke and Lewis and Captain Jack Sparrow in short shorts. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. Amplify the love because we are doing this. Relax on the beach or go for a hike. Have a picnic or fly a kite. You can win a date with Radio Mike. I said you can win a date with Radio Mike. Yeah. A date with Radio Mikey, me likey. <laughs> so, Win a Date with Radio Mike is a competition that we've been running, probably our most popular competition we've ever run in the history of radio, not yes. just our show, <laughs> because the ladies are going absolutely mental to date Radio Mike. It was uh, a long list that we had to narrow it down to, but we did pick a winner. We ended up going with Liz. Liz applied. Uh, she sent it through our socials, and boy, oh boy, was she keen. She rocked up to the studio today, and uh, I could tell she was a little nervous going in because mm, she didn't you know what be, to expect. Dating uh, such such a handsome man like Radio Mike, the human shrink. No, he's giddy again. He's blushing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, we we, t- we put we took Liz aside, but before she even met Mike, and just yep. asked her how she was feeling before the date. And this is this is how that. Went. So we're here with Liz, who was a successful date applicant. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for dating Mike. How are you feeling? You nervous before the date? Look, I'm going to be pretty honest. I am a bit nervous. I have a bit of butterflies in my stomach. Yeah, uh, that's before any Valentine's Day date. Is this <laughs> your first Valentine's Day date of today? Surprisingly, yes. Okay. Oh. Have you got another one lined up for later, or is this the only date? Oh. Oh no. She's got one <laughs> Mike's got a bit of competition. <laughs> That's so, right. Mike's got in first. If he wows you enough, will you cancel the date later? 
Potentially, yes. Okay, okay that's good. good. I think he's going to wow you. We've chosen his outfit. We sorted the ambience. Yeah. We've got activities planned. It's going to be a really good day. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so we're going to do it out on the rooftop here at the building. Uh, Before before we go on the date, what's your ideal man? Like, what do you want to see in Mike? Um, Obviously, someone who's, you know, very romantic. Like, my ideal man would be someone who could, you know, take me along on the beach, go for a nice stroll, hold my hand casually without me realising. Yeah. You know, just doesn't make it awkward. You just described Mike. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Mike has never done anything awkward. He's one of the smoothest guys I know, so yeah. you're in luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, shall we, uh, let's, let's, let's get him to meet. Right. So, as you heard, that Liz was very, very excited, a little bit nervous. She was uh, just absolutely shaking with anticipation mm-hmm. <laughs> for the date. And uh, meanwhile, Mike had- was in uh, where the date was happening. Mike was up at the balcony. He was all dressed up in his uh, date outfit, ready to go. Which we organised. Which consisted of uh, a Japanese kimono, traditional Japanese kind of gown, mm-hmm. um, a tattoo sleeve, because it shows that he's a bad boy, yep. an eye patch, because everyone loves a, a hot pirate, yep. and... Um, what was the other one? Oh, short shorts. Sorry, I just forget you wear them so much. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, and that wasn't a huge change, but but yeah, uh, yeah. not really a costume, just what he wore every yeah. day. Um, so what we did is we then introduced Liz to Mike, and this was her reaction to seeing Mike for the very first time. <laughs> what the? F- oh my god! <laughs> Liz, this is Mike. Hey. Hi! How are you? Nice to meet you! You too! <laughs> okay, now take the sunnies off. Alright, hey! <laughs> it's got an eye patch. It's pretty cool, isn't it? It's pretty wow. mysterious. That's very, very strange. <laughs> Don't you think it gives him a cool bad boy vibe? Very mysterious. He's also He's tatted. Tat wow. Are you into guys with tats? Yes. Are you actually? Yes. That's oh, great. That's a bonus. I know, I told you. You're doing it. well, man. You're doing well. She loved the tat sleeve. Yes. I told she... you, man, you were doubting us before. Oh, why would I wear a tat sleeve? Because it's cool. Girls like that, man. You're, just, you're speaking to two dudes who don't have any tats. <laughs> Trust me, girls like it. I think maybe <laughs> you, should get a, you should get a tattoo sleeve now. Have you been thinking about it since? No, not really. I must say, um, out of all, like, usually when I go on dates, one, I don't have a tattoo sleeve or an eye patch or a kimono, mm. and two, you guys aren't usually there. Mm. So it was very different But you do me. have the short but, shorts. No, I don't have Caught him out. You wear short shorts every single day. So, after the break we're going to be listening to how their date actually went what we did is we set mike up with a wire so that we can communicate with, aka with him. telephone with a headphone uh, like i don't think a she low noticed. budget wire i nope. don't think she realized at all that you had a white headphone dangling out your ear the whole time nope she had no idea she may have been blind but uh that was uh, part of the date that's coming up after this it's luke and lewis uh what we did for mike is we chose him an outfit we picked his outfit we made him wear a kimono yeah he made he chose to wear short shorts as you usual uh we gave him a tattoo sleeve that was no change that was the only thing we actually didn't change about his outfit well we brought him a dress to wear but he's like no i'm not wearing a dress i'd rather be seen in short shorts as per usual so that's what we did and he was also wearing a tattoo sleeve to be a bit of a bad boy um we've already played uh the uh pre-date interview with liz and uh we thought once the date well liz was like super nervous kind of the whole time but also i mean okay if you're asked to go date Go on a random date as a radio contest on the balcony of a roof of a radio station by yourself. Yeah. You're going to be a bit 
nervous heading into it. Especially if it's with someone as handsome as the human Shrek yeah. with a tattoo sleeve. <laughs> that is not real. <laughs> and the way this next bit of audio is set up, right, is on the uh, so on the rooftop, we were, we were kind of inside. We could see them on their date. They couldn't see us. Mike had a telephone wire to his head, yes. and we were instructing Mike kind of icebreakers way to just... Ease him into the day. Yeah, because every, every first day, you know, you need a few things to say. So I lined Radio Mike up with a few icebreakers to mm-hmm. say, questions to ask, and this is how it went. Calling Mike on his wire, a.k.a. telephone. He's sitting outside talking to Liz. They're, they're kind of chatting awkwardly, but wait till we start feeding him a few lines to drop in. Oh, the phone's ringing, apparently. <laughs> he's not picking up the phone. Oh, yeah, okay, he's picked it up. He's picked it up. Hello? Oh, Don't say hello. Sh- sh- pretend we're not here. Pretend we're not here. Okay, talk to Liz. I've got I've okay. got an icebreaker. Ask Liz if you could be any vegetable, what would you be and why? So Liz, if you could be any vegetable, what would you be and why? A vegetable. Is a tomato a vegetable? No, tomatoes are fruit. Yeah, good. Show off your fruit knowledge. If I was a vegetable, yeah. I would be a pumpkin. Okay. Because in the princess story Cinderella. Yeah. The, the, carriage the carriage turns into a pumpkin. That's, like, that's really sentimental. Yeah. I love that. Good. Now, Mike, tell her that you definitely would not be an onion because I never want to see you cry. The glass Sorry, can I just interrupt you? <laughs> <laughs> can I interrupt you? If I was a vegetable, I, I don't know what I would be, but I definitely wouldn't be an onion, and that's because I would never want to see you cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very sweet of you. Thank you. She laughs, she laughs. That's it's good, great. you're going well. Okay, now say, if you were to choose a new name for yourself, what would it be? Hey, Liz, I wanted to ask you a question, which is that if you had to choose a new name for yourself, what would you choose? I don't know. Like a nickname or, an, or another name? Um, a new name, another name, completely different to Liz. Because Liz is already a nickname, I assume, for Elizabeth. I'd probably change it <laughs> to Cindy. Cindy, that's a good choice, yeah. Okay, now Mike, say I would I would call myself Mega Mike and then make up a reason. And, why. and then wink. How do I wink with an eye patch? <laughs> wink with, with the, the other, other eye. eye. I would probably call myself Mega Mike. He just <laughs> took off his eye patch to wink at her and then slid it back down. But he winked with the eye that wasn't covered. Mate, you're giving away the illusion. Taking my eye patch off and giving away the illusion there, that was, that was silly. I do wear it. It's prescription. <laughs> Last thing, ask her, would you like to know how I lost my eye? Hey, um, hey Liz, would you like to know how I lost my eye? <laughs> how did you lose your eye? Um, Say, I was so shocked by your beauty that my eye exploded. I was actually, it was actually, I, was, I saw you and I was so shocked by your beauty that my eye actually exploded. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cheesy. Tell her it's super cool and not cheesy. It's, it's not cheesy, it's So, as you guys can hear, the date was going absolutely wonderfully. How, how, from your perspective, Mike, how was it going? I, 
awfully because I had to be like kind of listening to you discreetly without her knowing while also trying yeah, to hold a conversation with her. That's not the reason why it didn't work. The reason why it wasn't working is because you took your eye patch off and revealed that you weren't actually a pirate so you could wink with the eye that wasn't covered by an eye patch. <laughs> what were you thinking? I don't know. It was really lost in the moment. And like I said, it was hard to focus with like yeah. you guys talking to me and she was She'd talking have been to like, me at the what? same time. She doesn't actually wear an eye patch all the time. Weird. I think she was really <laughs> offended because I kept kind of zoning out of the conversation <laughs> to listen to you guys. I think, no, look, I think what was saving you was the short shorts because we really came back. The date started going even better when the food was served. I organized the food. And after this, we're going to see how that went. Luke and Lewis. Uh, you just heard how Radio Mike's date with lucky listener Liz was going. Uh, a bit of alliteration there for the listeners. Yes. <laughs> as, as I want to do over here. Um, the date was going very, very well thanks to the icebreakers that I wrote for Mike to ask. Um, what, what were your thoughts? What on, were you talking about before we were feeding you lines? Because there was a bit where we were trying to get our microphone to work and you guys were just chatting. Yeah. What well, were we just chatting about? Just stuff. To be honest, before you guys started like talking to me through oh, the line, was, was probably the most legitimate and like actual conversation we were having. Like, <laughs> I was actually got to know her. <laughs> what she did and like I was asking her questions yeah. about like, it was like kind of like a normal date. Right. No, was. And then we came in not, and made it an, an elite date. I would yeah. say that you guys kind of ruined it Mate, because you I like, have no idea how to talk to girls. You don't ask girls what what they do for work. What you really want to do is wear an eye patch and then wink at them with your good eye. Yeah. It's funny because after a while I forgot that I was like I just kind of felt natural and I forgot that I was wearing all those crazy costumes anyway. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. how comfortable you feel in short shorts, mate. Don't worry, we all know. <laughs> now this is the uh, the last bit of audio here we have here is the the meal. It's the catering. Lewis yeah. was in charge of the meal. Yes. Yeah, so what I did before the meal was delivered, Mike, I sent you a text and I asked, "What's your two favorite foods?" And what did you say? Sushi and Tim Tams. So what I did, I was like, right, he set me up here for a home run. <laughs> I went and I got some sushi, I went and I got some Tim Tams, and I created a sushi Tim Tam hand roll. And this is how it went when I served it. (laughs) All right, say, hey, Liz, are you ready for your main course? Hey, Liz, are you ready for your main course? Flag the waiter. Say, excuse me, waiter. Uh, Excuse me, waiter. Lewis is just walking in now. I have your main course for you. Now, Mike, I asked you earlier today what your favourite food was. And you said salmon and sushi. I said sushi and Tim Tams. Oh, that's right. You said sushi and Tim Tams. So what I've done is I've, I've made you guys some Tim Tam sushi. All right. Here's yours, Mike. Have a bite. Have a bite. <laughs> and Liz, your bite is optional. No? I'm okay, thank you. Okay, that's right. Mike will eat both of them. All right. Now say, hey, Liz, I've loved this date so much. Would you like to do round two? Hey, Liz, I've loved this date so much. Would you like to do round two? Sure, why not? Yes! Hey, podcasters. So if you listened to the show live today, you would have heard about 30 seconds of just wind and Tim Tam box crunkling. But you also would have heard about uh, two hours of a very professional show. Yeah. Aside from... Aside from that, yeah, but uh, so that's so that explains the following like the next two minutes where we're talking about the massive mistake that just went to air. We put in an edited version for the podcast of that audio clip that you just heard. So now enjoy us trying to recover from our huge mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Now, guys, I don't know if you noticed there, but uh, some some of the some of the more keen listeners will have noticed that that uh, wasn't edited properly at all, wasn't it, Luke? (laughs) 
wasn't. Ah, well, we're going to have to blame that on our audio producer who was out there editing. Oh, no, wait, that was Luke. We don't have one. That's why it was edited for me. I sent you the wrong file. Can't blame us. And with that, on that high note, we're ending the show, guys. That's the end of the show. The date went very well. We're going to fix that up for the podcast. The, the real version will be in the podcast. Sorry for the live listeners, but we will fix that on the Luke and Lewis podcast. That brings to the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, I think the date went well. How do you think the date went, Mike? Oh, swimmingly, guys. One of my best. Yep. Actually? No, no, of course not. It was like, I, you know, when she left, she didn't actually even say bye to me. She just, like, said bye to you guys and walked out. Well, maybe she realized that we were actually the date masters. Yeah, and she's like, must oh, have been I don't, this with the mic guy doesn't know what he's doing. He winks at me even though he's wearing She probably was going out in the streets trying to go with longer shorts. <laughs> Which would not be hard to find. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the show, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new show. It's Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital.